There's a saying by a guy named Andrew Fletcher that says, let me write the songs of a nation and I care not who makes the laws. Now, he said that back in the 1700s, but it's more true today than ever before. And it blows my mind how many people don't realize how much music affects them. And if they did, they would understand that they could literally change their entire life simply by changing their music. And I'm going to prove that to you on this episode. It's going to blow your mind because it really it blew mine. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and I was flying home this weekend from Florida, and I was sat next to an, an older gentleman on the plane. We were sitting there, we're up in first class, so we're uh, chatting back and forth, and he looks down at my phone, and he sees that I was listening to some music. And he goes, what are you listening to? And at the time, it was classical music. I think I had Beethoven on or Bach. I don't know. Some some form of classical music that I was listening to at the time. We had a short conversation about that. He's like, oh, interesting. You know, most people your age don't listen to that type of music. Why are you listening to that? And I said, well, you know, right now I'm actually trying to like relax and go to sleep. But it's honestly because I have started listening to more and more classical music because of the effects on my brain and how it affects my brain positively and how, you know, so much pop culture music and things of that nature negatively affect uh, that. And we didn't go into a deep conversation on that, but he was intrigued by that. And so we talked about that a little bit more. But as I finished up that conversation, I plugged in my headphones and or my AirPods, I guess, and started listening to that music and that calming music kind of put me to sleep and drift off. An idea for a podcast episode came up because it's actually this podcast episode here because I don't think people understand how important music is and how much it can affect you. Because I will tell you this, mainstream like pop culture music, like pop and rap, hip hop, all that stuff can ruin you. It is ruining you if you are listening to it on a daily basis, like in large amounts. And I just, I want to explain that to you but there's so many people that like to bash on music and so many people that like to, you know, be like, uh, or, or not bash on music, like bash on a specific thing that sometimes when you do that, it gets a bad rap. And you, if they don't explain it at like a core scientific level, it kind of just gets blown away like, oh, you're crazy or you're this or you're that or you're one of those people. And so I want to back this up and I want to show you what I learned because when I started studying the effects of music on the brain, like, oh my gosh. It just, it blew my mind and it's really, it actually started back when I started studying just the brain itself and I'm going to reference a lot of podcast episodes that we've already done in this and I'll send you back to them, but we've done different podcast episodes about how the brain works and I'm going to point directly back to those so that you know that what I'm talking about, like I'm not just making this up, I'm using logic and I'm showing you exactly how what we've already talked about applies to music and how music is literally jacking your brain or can be jacking your brain for the negative or for the positive. Like it works both ways. And we're going to chit chat about that on today's episode. Well, welcome back to the program. I appreciate you being on here. There's an intro story for you. 
I'm sitting here and uh, I was listening to music today even. I was driving down to pick up some food and on the way back, I just knew I had to record this podcast today because I turned on the radio. I usually listen to like audiobooks when I drive or some other form of uh, media besides just the radio, but I didn't have my phone with me and I ran down to the gas station real quick and um, I turned on the, the radio and I was listening to the music that's on the radio in the mainstream and I'm like, oh my gosh. There is no question in my mind why our society is so messed up, why people are struggling so badly with depression, why so many of these things are happening, and we're going to dive into that here today. So let's dive in because I think this will really be an eye-opening episode for many of you. So back when I was growing up, my mom quoted this quote by a guy named Andrew Fletcher to me, and she said it so many times to us kids growing up, but what 17 and 18-year-old kid is going to listen to their mom talk about a quote from some guy in the 1700s about music, right? But uh, as I've grown older and as I've started studying the brain, this quote has continuously come up, and I want to talk about what it says here specifically. So back in the 1700s, a guy by the name of Andrew Fletcher, who was like, he was a writer, a politician, like he was very well respected back in his day, said... Let me write the songs of a nation, and I care not who makes the laws. Now, here's the thing. We can all agree music is powerful, but come on, dude. Like, you're going to say that music is more powerful than the law? You're going to say that music is more powerful than, you know, all these other things that are out there that we deem as much more powerful? I mean, music is free. Anybody can listen to it. It can't be that powerful, right? Well, we all know that it can affect you, that it does affect you, that has mood, you know, affects the mood, affects how happy we are, how sad we are, all that type of stuff. But nobody ever explained to me why. And that seems to be a common thread on this, on this podcast is I have so many questions about things because people would tell me things, but they wouldn't understand or wouldn't, they wouldn't explain to me why. And so I'm like, cool, you might be right or all that jazz, but if I don't understand why, I'm not going to believe you. So me being me, I went and I started studying this. Now, I want you to think about something. When you listen to music, what happens? What, what does music bring out in you? It brings out emotions, right? So you're sitting there, you're jamming, and the, you know, the more into that song you get, the more emotional you become, the more emotionally attached, whether that's good emotions and good vibes or bad emotions and bad vibes, negativity, positivity, whatever that thing is, you are getting very, very emotionally attached to that song, that beat, whatever it is that you are listening to, all right? Now, I want you to think about something. Go back several episodes, I think it's episode 66, where I talked about how the brain makes decisions at a scientific level. And we talked about the two different parts of the brain. And the upper part of the brain, for the sake of that conversation, we talked about was the logical part of the brain where your conscious was. This is where you got to see things with logic. You got to realize that things were happening, right? And you got to discern, okay, that is good, that is bad, yada, yada, what have you. And then once you kind of filter out the good, the bad, and what you're protecting yourself from, then you let you let thoughts or things that enter your mind go down to the lower part of the brain. And what it's in the lower part of the brain? Well, the lower part of the brain is where emotion is, but it is also where the subconscious is. Remember we talked about 90 to 95% of your actions by the time you're 30 to 35 years old are all subconscious. So they're all based off of things that happen in your subconscious. This includes your decision-making. This includes your moods. This includes how you think. This includes how you feel. All these things happen in the subconscious based on events that happened that your subconscious registered that you didn't even realize, all right? So guess what? If you're listening to music, what happens? You are pulling at that emotional part of the brain. So when you turn on a song 
And the logical part of your brain literally is almost immediately bypassed, right? Because most people don't actually use logic. They just turn on the radio and they listen to whatever it is. Maybe the very first one, two, five, ten times they turned on the radio or started listening to music when they were younger, they actually thought about what they were listening to. But when's the last time you actually consciously sat down and thought about all the words and all the lyrics and everything that you listen to when you listen to a song in mainstream society today? Probably never or a very long time ago. Most people don't. Most people that I talk to, like they might know the words, but they're not consciously aware or like logically thinking through, huh, do I agree with the lyrics of this song? And like I drove home today, right? And I'm like listening to uh, how messed up society. Like one of the songs on the radio was like, um, kindness is weakness. And, you know, I'm angry and sad, but somebody should be. And like, if you really just sat back and looked at the logic of that, you'd go, that's absolutely terrible advice. But guess what? When we're listening to music, guess what's happening? We're not using our logical conscious part of our brain. We are going and we are listening to it with our emotional part of our brain, which is what's happening there. The words, the lyrics, the things that are associated with that song, the moods that we are feeling during that song are what? They're being in, uh, in sketched or, or sketched into and embedded into our subconscious as things that we believe, as things that we are deeming okay. Because remember, we talked about, once again, back in episode, I think this one may be episode 67, um, 66 or 67. Again, go back and listen to those episodes. We talked about how once something makes it through your logical brain, right, it is deemed as safe. It is deemed as okay, right? So now you've gone through and you're listening to, like most people do, all this mainstream music, the, the rap of the world, the hip hop, the pop. Now, granted, I'm not... I'm not taking aim or trying to tear down a specific genre. I listen to music, all right? Now, I listen to a whole lot more audiobooks and podcasts and things than I do music, but I like music. I like rap. I like hip-hop. I like pop. Like, I like different genres of music. So I'm not attacking anyone specifically here. But I want you to think about something. All of the music that you're listening to in the mainstream, if you were to go read the lyrics, which I have, and really take a logical approach to them, it's some depressing, messed up crap. Like, F you, go to this, blah, blah, blah. I'm feeling depressed and I'm okay with it. All I want is a cigarette. All I want is, you know, like just things that are not healthy for you, things that are not good for you, things that if you actually did those things in real life would probably lead you down a rabbit hole. Now, it might be what our emotional parts of our body want. Yes, we all want to go do those things. That's why we relate to them so well. That's why people write music like that because it's relatable. But Let's be real. A lot of the stuff that we listen to, if you were to think about the lyrics, is pretty terrible advice, even if your body goes and feels like that. Like we all know, going to a relationship aspect of things, like getting back with your ex all the time is really messing you up. It's a terrible thing to do. We all know that being mean and derogatory and tearing people down and trying to get revenge, probably not the greatest idea in the world. But your subconscious right now is being programmed over and over and over and over and over and over and over again listening to those songs. And when kids that are two, three, four, five years old are listening to that music, that is the most impressionable time of them in their entire life. I have a friend, very dear friend of mine, actually my business partner, she and I uh, you know, have been friends for a while. She has a daughter. Her daughter is nine months old and has never seen a TV screen or listened to like secular like type music like that. Why? Because she understands how her mind right now is being formed. And she's not even consciously aware of certain things. But like, even at that young age, you have to be careful. 
And I thank my parents because my parents didn't let us listen to music while we were little. And at the time, I was like, ah, oh, you suck, blah, blah. But it was so important for us. And it's part of the reason I think that where I'm at today and have the understanding that I do. Why? Because no matter how old you are, whether you're five years old or 25 years old or 50 years old, your subconscious is just going and being programmed to whatever you listen to over and over and over again to subconsciously believe those things, whether you want to admit it or not. So let me tell you something. When you're out there and you want to get revenge, when you're out there and you're just so mad at people and like maybe, maybe as a kid, you were really nice and sweet. Maybe as a kid, you remember not being that way. And now you're just like, you're mad all the time or you're grouchy all the time or you're depressed all the time. Or when you see certain things, emotions come up. It's all to do with the music or maybe not. I mean, I'm sure there's other factors in there that happen in the subconscious, but when you change your music, you literally will change your life. Why? Because if you're listening to positive, uplifting music all the time, guess what's going to happen? Your subconscious is going to take in that information. And anytime that music comes up or anytime that you have memories that are associated with that music, whether or not you realize it again, right? Like you could be driving down the road and a song could come on and you could automatically be in a depressed mood and you have no idea why. Well, it's pretty simple because... When that song came on, at some point in your life, you were super negative and depressed. And if that song is negative and depressing and that song is associated with a negative memory, no matter how hard you try, you're probably going to be in a bad mood. Why? Because there's a negative memory associated with it. But if you're listening to positive and uplifting music all the time, when one of those songs comes on, guess what? You're going to be happy. Or when you, even if the music doesn't come on and you are you know, driving down the road and there's a sunset in the distance or you know, you're driving down the road and you, I don't know, you see something that you haven't seen in a while. Well, if five years ago you saw that same event happen while you were listening to positive music, your brain is going to remember that subconsciously, okay? You got to remember, the subconscious mind has absolutely no concept of time. It has absolutely no concept of like, oh, that happened 20 years ago. No, for all it knows, it happened two seconds ago, and that's how it's going to respond to things. So when you're constantly listening to music over and over and over again, that's negative. I mean, I just want you to listen to the mainstream music today. It's messing you up. Like, I'm not saying never listen to it. I'm not saying that it's all bad. I'm not saying, oh, don't ever listen to music again or else you're not going to be successful. But I'm saying like, hey, the reason Andrew Fletcher said, I care not what your laws are as long as I write the music is because he understood that people get emotionally attached to music. Nobody gets emotionally attached to laws. Nobody's following the laws because it's emotional. They follow laws because of logic, not emotion. Emotion is way stronger than logic, right? So you've got all these people that are, what's, what's music all about today? Sex, money, revenge, getting to the top, screw everyone, do whatever I want. It's me, myself, and I, everybody versus me. The rest of the world sucks. All, you know, all those things. So guess what? A lot of our culture is all about sex, money, getting to the top, world against me, everybody else sucks. Because that's exactly what music they're listening to. And when I understood that, I was like, holy freaking crap. This is incredible. I've been ruining my brain because I'm listening to all this negativity. So guess what I did? Naturally, I went and I switched up my music. And, you know, say what you want about Christian music or classical music or whatever, you know, whatever those things are, they're not talking about a lot of negative stuff. And so for me, I started listening to classical music a lot more. In fact, I have like, I don't know, probably 75 or 80 classical songs. Some of them are like seven or eight minutes long. They're long songs that I listen to. I usually listen to, to it when I travel or when I'm working out or like when I'm wanting to think and when I'm wanting to study and when I'm wanting to focus. Uh, and it's crazy because I, I actually looked up the benefits 
of classical music on the brain. And it's incredible because classical music is much more calming music. There's not words in it, right? So you're not associating music now with words. You're associating music now with wavelengths, right? And sound waves of music. Those hit your brain and then your brain adjusts accordingly. So when you're listening to music that's super depressing and you know derailing and degrading towards people, guess what you're naturally going to think about in your brain? depressing you know, music or depressing thoughts and degrading people and all those different things. When you listen to classical music, and I'm not trying to pitch you on listening to classical music here, you do you, but I want you to understand the effects of this. Classical music has been proven by the, and this is from uh, NRP, a national, or NPR, National Public Radio, okay? Um, also, Scout, I'm reading directly off the internet here, takelessons.com, also uh, bebrainfit.com. Bebrainfit.com is actually the list that I'm reading off of right now. How music affects the brain, okay? Music and classical music can, number one, let me see, let me scroll down to this list here. Here we go, okay? Number one, it can decrease blood pressure. It can fight depression. It can relieve pain. It can boost memory. It can spark creativity. It can put you to sleep when you're trying to go to bed. It can reduce stress levels. It can make you smarter, sparking creativity. It can make you happy. It's super. It's like a supercharging brain power, and it can produce uh, or improve productivity. Why? Because those are the wavelengths that your brain responds to positively, those, that classical music signs. Now, I'm not saying all pop music is bad. I'm not saying all pop music or rap music or hip-hop music or whatever causes depression or makes you angry or makes you, you know, mentally unstable or any of those things. But when you realize that you are becoming emotionally attached to the music, all right? So if you were to listen to, to mainstream music right now without the words, the music is what is causing you to have emotion, okay? The, the sound of the music you're becoming emotionally attached to, it's bypassing the logical part of your brain and forming it. And then whatever those words are, those are the ones that your brain is remembering anytime it's on those frequencies. So if your brain experiences those frequencies somewhere else outside of music, what's it going to immediately revert back to? Whatever words were associated with that music. If it is always derogatory, if it's self-degrading, if it's you know causing you to have low self-esteem or to be not work hard or to be lazy or whatever those things are, your body's naturally going to do that. And if you just listen to mainstream society right now, it's no wonder in the world why our society is so messed up and the way it is today. It's because of our music. So think about that. Once I realized that, I changed everything that I was listening to. I started listening to audiobooks. I started listening to classical music. I started listening to the podcasts. I started listening to uplifting music. That wasn't even necessarily Christian music, just uplifting music. Music that was positive and upbeat. Things that were going to make me happy. Why? Because that's what I want to free in my brain because that's the person that I want to become. So think about that next time you're listening to music. I really hope this helped explain why music is so powerful. Go back and listen to, if you, if you don't understand, like go back and listen to podcast episodes. Uh, episode 66, episode 67, those two specifically, those are really, really big ones that are going to talk all about this and how your brain works and explaining the upper and lower parts of your brain and bring a lot more clarity around this. I beg you, if you're struggling, if you're depressed, 
if you're not where you want to be in life, if you want to change your mental attitude, if you want to change your energy levels, if you want to change your focus, if you want to change all these things, start with your music. Switch up your music and start focusing on positivity. And I mean, simply switching out music for audiobooks or even just more uplifting music. I'm not saying you have to give it up entirely. I mean, I love music. I love Taylor Swift. I love listening to, you know, different bands and whatnot. It's not all bad, but just be very, very aware of how much of that you're actually putting into your brain because it will affect everything in your life. All right, guys, that's all I've got for you. I really, really hope this was beneficial. As I always say, like, I love resharing when you guys are listening to this podcast. So if you're on Instagram, take a screenshot when you're listening, tag me in it. I love to reshare that and uh, send you a DM and say thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I mean that. I believe that. That's why this podcast exists. And I'm super excited for you all to be able to go out and apply this in your life and become better because of it. I love you all and I will see you on the next podcast. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating, and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.